my check one three one three one two one two. I'm gonna put that. Oh, I'm about to die. We look sexy. We do. See this back? Look at that back. Show me the back. Show me the ass. Show me the back. Show me the ass. Show me the back. I, that could be a song. Hey. <laughs> Guys, I know you love this setup. Lie to me right now. I'll wait. Crickets. This looks phenomenal. I have my favorite person ever. The sun to my moon. I finally have a name for the sun to my moon. It's me. It's her. <laughs> polyamorous bay so guys welcome in to sex talk and taboo combos when's the last time we talked about this let's go back in time this time what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a conversation with this gorgeous goddess of a woman <laughs> so without further ado we have darian divinity here let them know who you are and thank you very much home. i really appreciate that warm welcome and introduction i am miss darian divinity you can call me darian for short <laughs> Names and socials, um, everything will be there. Yes, I am a Leo. I am 27. I have a marijuana meditation business. I've also been polyamorous for going on seven years. Good number. And, you know, I'm just loving life. And yeah. we're out here. And I'm really excited to be here to have this conversation with you. Guys, I mean, first of all, because we're on this channel, Planted 7, mm. okay, mm. we got to say what your top three signs are. Okay, so my top three signs, Sun, Leo, Moon, Aquarius, Rising, Aries. Okay, I mean, I've never met this combo, so I'm, I'm not really surprised about the polyamory part. That's why I'm excited to talk about this. I want to talk about the moment you felt like the Feed Me Grapes era came into its existence. Like, mm. What was the origin of that energy? Mm. Okay, so the origin of this energy actually came from a story. So I had this experience one day <laughs> in Venice. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you, it was, it was pretty juicy. Uh, so during this time of my life, I had just gotten out of a long-term polyamorous relationship, mm -hmm. but I was still very close friends with this person, and we went to this beach party in Venice together. And it was an amazing dance party. And I'm just having the time of my life dancing solo, vibing. Mm -hmm. And then there's, there are these two Russian guys that are both trying to dance with me. And they're like swirling me around, spinning me around. <laughs> We're having a great time. I'm like, who do I choose? They're both very Ooh, attractive. And I'm uh -huh. just like, okay. <laughs> and then I had gotten a cut on my foot. I stepped on a shell and I got a cut on my foot. So I needed to go sit down. I need to take a breather. I'm just sitting there. Period. And they're like, why are you sitting down? Come down. I can't even do that. I said, let me not even try to. <laughs> they're like, come dance with us. And I was like, no, my foot. It's, they had very broken English so they could barely understand. I was like, my foot is hurting. And like, oh, Pointing. we give you a massage. <laughs> and, and then one of them starts giving me a foot massage. And another one's like, I give you a massage too. And then the other one is on my shoulders. And I'm just laying there like a goddess on the beach. And I'm just like, oh. This is fabulous. Here we are. <laughs> Love this for me. Yes. Where are the grapes? And that was the moment that Feed Me Grapes Period. began because I was really feeling in, I like I tapped into this goddess energy mm. that I've been here before. I've been here before being doted upon, being <laughs> sparkles, treated like a queen by multiple beings. Mm. More, multiple gorgeous beings. Let's just go ahead and throw that out there. Yes. Meaning more than one we have 
all of the options. Yes. I love that for you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. after that day, mm -hmm. that is when Feed Me Grapes was ignited. And I just started using it as a phrase whenever something amazing happened to me, Period. whenever I wanted something to happen to me, mm -hmm. something as simple as somebody being like, oh, do you want me to get you some water? I'm like, yes, honey, Feed Me Grapes. So it's an affirmation. It's an affirmation. It's a manifestation and affirmation. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so at that point, I did not want anything less than mm. feeding me grapes, honey. I wanted all of the abundance, all of the love, and mm. I felt and I feel as though I deserve that. You know, I was definitely True. on a high horse. <laughs> hey. Okay. You deserve it. Don't let I anyone do. tell you less. I do. I That's do. That's why I, I like this energy. Yes. Period. I love this energy for me, too. Period. But I did have a moment where I was like, okay. <laughs> I can be fed grapes. So I, there's also a that I can feed others grapes too. This is a reciprocity energy. Yes. Reciprocity the cycle, energy. the flow. I love that. Okay. All right. And the moment I saw it, I felt I was like, I feel like that's when we first started actually hanging out too. And I was like, I don't know why I didn't put two and two together. This is why you follow people that honestly inspire you to many levels like this is the energy that we all need to embody because a lot of the time we're working our ass off mm -hmm. right we're we're feeling sorry for ourselves at the same time when it comes to you spending money on yourself do you get guilty mm. tell me you don't work hard to give somebody else your money that's not something that we're looking to do in this life so feed me grapes is that energy of the flow keeps coming in. It keeps, it's like a bounty, like abundance energy. And I love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tears. Okay. <laughs> so like, how does that, do you feel apply to like your relationships, like, and calling that energy in when it comes to your relationships? So like grapes, it's a bushel, right? Mm. There are multiple juicy, plump <laughs> grapes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. And I really enjoy the abundance within my relationships. And I feel like there's just so many different dynamics that mm -hmm. I can receive and ways that I interplay with myself in regards and relation to other beings. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I enjoy a polyamorous lifestyle because it allows me to be diverse within myself. Mm. So for those who don't know what polyamory is, can you give us a little bit of backstory or what it means to you, yeah. what it is and what it means to you. Yes, that. yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so polyamory means more love. So poly, multiple, amory is like, um, comes from the word am, uh, more love. So more love. And to me, it means allowing myself to experience love from the depths of myself without any limitations for multiple people. Because something that I started to think about as I began on my polyamorous journey is like that the difference between the way that we love people. Because it's like, okay, I love you and I love a person in a romantic way, but where's the difference within that? And where do I cut off love within my being and in my spirit that makes me love you in a different way than I love somebody in a romantic way, right? Interesting. Okay, okay, keep talking to mm -hmm. me. So I felt like in when I was in monogamous relationships, I had to really put boundaries and parameters on the way that I experienced my emotions with people. Even if I didn't necessarily want to be intimate with them, mm -hmm. I felt like to respect my monogamous dynamic, I had to only love this person so far. Yep. And I didn't feel like that was fair to myself or anybody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel that. I feel like 
I know where you're coming from when it comes to that, because you're like, okay, I don't want to seem like I'm too into this person. And then this person may get jealous because they think like I'm flirting with this person or like all these different things. But you know what I like about the polyamory is the openness to mm-hmm. like have the ability to get to know people from all walks of life, right? Mm-hmm. No matter where they come from, no matter, it's all about like energy. And I think that that's like, the fluidity of that makes me so connected to it in a particular way. I don't know if I'm open to it to just jump into it now. I'm going to let you guys know that right now. I do have my questions regarding it, but I feel like the more I meet, because I feel like I've met a few different polyamory people now, and it's like the more they give me insight to it, I'm like, wow, I feel like it helps me even if I do choose to stay in that monogamy energy, the way that I connect to my partner, how much expectations is in it, how much when it comes to, like you said, the parameters of the energy, like what if it is just a a good godly energy Mm -hmm. where it's light, you know, Mm -hmm. like it doesn't have to be this really dominating energy that kind of just takes over everything. And I just don't feel like that's necessary. Like love, especially coming from a Leo, heart chakra, right here bitch Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when it comes to that feeling of love like it's just like effortless it's sun energy it's boundless like it can go and everyone can be fruitful at the same time so i love that yeah it was really long-winded but i love it so i might i have a question i have some questions for you ask me so what are your questions regarding polyamory okay because i'm one obsessed with my body in general like my vessel is so important to me like does every partner get tested often and if they don't like how do you deal with that mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. definitely makes sense so i am a frequent getting tested type of person because i just enjoy i enjoy it makes me feel responsible to get tested Period. and i have different agreements with different partners and where we just all feel comfortable right so I do get tested frequently, but there are some partners that I will use protection with and there's some partners where I won't use protection with, but I know that I'm the only one that they are maybe not using um, protection with or, or that they also get tested frequently as well. Yeah. So So like right now, for example, I have a partner that I don't um, use protection with, but I get tested if I do have unprotected sex with somebody else. And then I have a partner where I use condoms. Yeah. Like continuously. Okay, so Mm -hmm. I feel like the thing to make this work, and then we'll go to your next questions, has to do with communication. Mm -hmm. Most and foremost, everything's out on the table, all face cards, let me know. And that's how we can really build that level of trust at the exact same time. So it really is like, because I talked to somebody else about polyamory and they were saying like, it doesn't have to be like literally committed relationships. Mm -hmm. Like it can just be sex partners, multiple sex partners. Mm -hmm. So like, I felt like the idea of what I had about polyamory just keeps getting bigger. You know, I'm like, oh, so like, it's a whole fucking world. Like it's, (laughs) it's whatever you want it to be. Like it's whoever you want it to be with. But as long as you guys have, I, okay. If you guys have not watched on Netflix how to build a sex room, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. So there was 
like these polyamory, they all lived in the same house and they were all partners. And so they had literally the woman who's like amazing. She has a whole British accent, build an entire sex room for all of their different like, yes. So one guy, he likes to look in, he likes to be like the peeping Tom. And then there's someone who likes to get whipped. So she like made a whole sex room for each of their fucking. Wow. I was tooketh. But the way that they were just connected, it felt like everyone was one big family. They were like, we want a sex room, but we also want like a cuddle room to mm-hmm. where we can watch movies and sit there and cuddle. Mm. What are you into in that particular sense? Are you going to be like, mm, let's live in a house or like, let's live separate? Like, yeah. <laughs> I am definitely on the let's live separate Seriously. side of things because mm-hmm. I enjoy coming back to myself. I view myself as my primary partner, first and foremost. And I feel like if I were to live with somebody else, I would begin to get into a monogamish type of dynamic with them. Damn, I feel that. Okay, what's your next question? Hit me with it. My next question is, do you have any fear regarding being polyamorous? I do. And I'm going to be like completely blunt and open. And I was actually like reflecting on this. I'm writing a book, just letting people know (gasps) that. And I feel like my story is just so vast when it comes to how much I've transformed that I'm so excited to finally put this in a book the way that I feel like I can articulate it. Um, And I was just talking about this when Mm. it comes to the fear and the love aspect. The fear, obviously, is being left alone, feeling like you're not good enough, right? And feeling like when it comes to you having another partner, does that person give all of their energy to that? It's almost, it it, it does come from fear, but it also comes from like the STD part. We kind of covered that. But it also comes from me feeling like I'm lazy. Mm. (laughs) Like, Mm. how do I give back to everyone? Like, Mm. how do I text everyone at the exact same time? Like, how do I keep up with everyone when I can barely fucking do it myself? Um, Quick break. Sorry. No, you're good. One of my wannabe booze. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like, I feel like it has to do with fear. It also has to do with the way that my energy kind of pours in. I feel like it pours and if I give my energy to someone else, I'm really not invested in that person. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like one person has my attention if I'm giving you that attention mm-hmm. or I'm just out here hoeing. Like mm-hmm. there's no like in between for me. I see. And if I have like multiple partners, I mean, that can be cool, but I still feel like I'm going to have to check in with you. And yeah. I don't want to check in with you. Like if I'm having sex with multiple people, if I talk to you, it's cool. It's whatever. Yeah. But like. Like if I'm with you, like, you know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Mm -hmm. I really don't know how to be in between. Maybe I just haven't found the right people too. I I don't know. I wouldn't be able to tell you that until I find the right energy and fully embody the polyamory. Right. Okay. I could see that. That makes sense. sense. That definitely makes a lot of sense. Cool. Uh, And I think that a lot of people would share that same fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people have actually experienced being polyamorous just while they're single and dating. I think there's a That's fine true. line between just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. You're not necessarily That's committing true. to anybody. Mm-hmm. And you do have this openness to date multiple people. But I think that something that really stifles some people is that when they are single and they're dating and if they find somebody that they like, they drop right. everybody else. And they're like, oh, well, I'm right. talking to this person. So now I already have to have this mental thing of like, they're the only one. Right. And if I like them too much, I'm like, can I now do this dynamic with someone else? You know, like, 
it automatically I'm, I'm gonna take it to astrology real quick okay okay so when it comes to my specific placements i have a sun venus all in the seventh house of libra so mm. like when i like someone like my energy is like let me pour into you mm, you know mm. like let me give you let me feed you fucking grapes oh. like that's my energy so like if i come across like i feel like i could know multiple people i think they're all fucking attractive but like if i like someone i'd be like ooh, like if i'm polyamorous like do i just make this my main bay and everybody else is but then I'm like, if I'm in my mind, am I making this into a fear? Do they give a fuck? You know, like it literally has to just come down to communication and like talking about emotional needs and mm -hmm. what everybody is looking for. Yeah. Because that's how I feel. Like, do you, do you ever feel like if you find that one person or do you feel like you always be? polyamorous okay that's a good question that i've actually <laughs> been thinking a lot about right? recently right okay because okay so i really try my best to not be dogmatic about anything or say anything is so cut in stone i believe in my heart and my soul that i am <laughs> a polyamorous woman however i am open-minded to monogamish moments i'm open-minded mm -hmm. to exploring exclusivity boom that's what it yeah that i feel like that would be if i swim that area and i find that then cool but i don't know like i don't really call it i guess i've probably already been polyamorous multiple times mm. i just don't think i've called it that because i've just thought it was hoeing basically mm. like <laughs> i don't know how else to describe the terminology but if i were to put a word on it i've had multiple yes people that i connect to connect with mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful time yeah absolutely yeah and, and i think that it comes down to just really destigmatizing de sex in general it's the soul exchange as an empath i'm like <sighs> there is also that but also uh -huh. it's a soul merging and we're all mm. always so connected mm -hmm. so and that is the most connective like that's one of the most connected ways that we can be right. with somebody else which i feel like the more connected we are with other people the more connected we are to like the whole, the whole and to spectrum. god and to divinity and to ourselves you know because I, I feel like i know myself a lot more now mm -hmm. fully embodying polyamory versus being monogamous and wanting to explore other people and feeling restricted in that yeah i gotta just make sure their souls are clean yeah that's that's just me especially as a vessel like in a channeled vessel on multiple occasions like i don't some people they don't even wash their hands when they use the bathroom like i just gotta make sure like we're good to go like and if we're good to go like i feel like i at that point will bloom mm -hmm. because i'd be like wow like now there are no like extra energies that yeah. we have to worry about you get tested i get tested we know that each other's situation now is this polyamorous kind of like world what can we do to explore that and mm -hmm. like how can we dive in it without feeling like there's some type of energy that would come between that like health wise you know i think yeah. that's like my biggest thing health is like it's important to me so as long as it's open communication i feel like it can be cool definitely and i yeah. have a theory i believe that mm -hmm. the future is polyamorous. The future. <laughs> because it really just starts with one person. Wow. Because I have dated people that were not in the polyamorous world or wasn't really part of their 
sphere until mm-hmm. they met me and they started dating me and I tell people right away on the first the first date like hey I'm as you should Amaris. yes like yes. I'm always super upfront about it and if it's something that they want to engage in then we can keep seeing each other yeah. and like I, like t- 10 times out of 10 mm-hmm. they've always been like okay that's something that I can see myself doing like I can explore that mm-hmm. and then now they're having conversations with other people that they're dating like hey have you ever thought about being polyamorous and then it's a trickle and ripple effect I think that that is the most um like the key factor to being polyamorous is having that high level of communication because Period. that's the that's the fine line between cheating mm-hmm. or not cheating right. you know so if everybody's just being honest about what they want what right. they're doing then then everybody can just live to their fullest potential i fucking <laughs> fullest potential you heard it here first folks well i love that um I really love that. I think I'll think about it. Maybe if I find the right partners, then we can explore that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd get to this point, like I know me, like, hey, can we all like get together and like just like polyamory each other? <laughs> what do you mean? What would that look like? That would be me and all my partners in one room having a whole sex party. Oh, okay, okay. So let me ask you this. Talk to so me. would this polyamorous, being polyamorous to you, directly correlate with sex i feel like relationships in general for me correlate Mm. to sex and like i have a large appetite in that Mm -hmm. department like Mm -hmm. i could be so cool with you in a monogamous relationship but the moment i feel like we don't connect in that department i'm so sorry but like i have to connect in that department yes like intellectually we could have a great conversation it just has – I'm sorry. It's it's a, like I'm not even going to front. It, it just is what it is. Yeah. Like yeah. I – what am I going to do with my fantasies? Mm-hmm. That means then I'm going to fucking cheat on you and mm-hmm. I'm going to go do other things when that's not necessary. Right. <laughs> it's right. not necessary. <laughs> so like if I'm going to be honest, I think that that's priority. So like if I have – if I know I have multiple partners and they're cool, I'd be like, hey, like I have a suggestion. You don't have to say yes. Yeah. You know, like it's your own boundaries. Again, communication. But I would like love to get you and another partner of mine together. And mm-hmm. if they have a partner that I'm cool with, mm-hmm. like we all vibe mm-hmm. because we know like if we bring extra people in it, sometimes like they can be cute or whatever, but like the energy's off, you're not going to want to get intimate. So everyone would have to be cool in order for that energy to commence. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, man. I see that. I see that. And I think that, yeah, physical touch is a huge Bitch. aspect in any relationship, especially so romantic important. relationship. Uh, however, I – and, when I say and, okay. I feel like <laughs> – um, like with every relationship, there's the whole spectrum of the love languages, mm-hmm. right? And I feel that there's a large stigma when it comes mm. to being polyamorous that it's so sex-based and mm. that physical touch is the prominent love language. But how I have experienced it is mm-hmm. all of the love languages in one. And yes, physical touch and intimacy are definitely up there. Mm-hmm. But that's also why I enjoy so many different partners because they have different levels to their love languages that allow me to feel fully satisfied. Do you feel like having multiple partners puts out more energy, like you give out more energy? Yeah. Or do you feel like having those multiple partners balances you out? Both, honestly. Sometimes okay. both. I feel like it goes in waves. There's sometimes where it does feel like a lot. <laughs> You're like, let me not respond to three people. (laughs) It can be intense, Mm -hmm. but also sometimes it does feel really balancing. But also sometimes I can experience loneliness Mm -hmm. within being polyamorous because I feel like 
you know, all of my partners are aware that I have multiple partners. So I feel like sometimes they aren't thinking like, oh, Mm -hmm. let me text Syrian at the end of the day to see how her day was doing because somebody, I'm sure somebody else is. But that's not necessarily the case if they're all thinking that. Sometimes I don't get any texts. (laughs) So there, but then sometimes it's like, it could be maybe like a little overwhelming with with everybody wanting to hang out on the same week or something oh, like that. You know what I mean? I could see that. You'd be like, you know what? Let me get my assistant to text you back. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my people. We're talking to your people. People, <laughs> we can arrange a situation. <laughs> okay, what would your ideal polyamorous dynamic look like? Ooh, I'd say people that smoke. <laughs> Put that out there. Uh, <laughs> okay. I feel... <laughs> We have we have a live audience here. Live audience affirming <laughs> Like how to not be funny. Um, so I would say that, but definitely I'd say people that make me I think feel comfortable, I feel I am more like susceptible to like opening myself to. Mm-hmm. Because if I mean you can look good and like all these different things, but like do we like intellectually connect mm-hmm. that's important for me apparently i'm a sapiosexual bitches that means i'm attracted to intellect so i don't care how fucking fine you are if we can't have a decent conversation we cannot last so i'd say my folly <laughs> it has to be people that i feel can teach me things right like, and we can have a like a really mellow time at the same time like I can show up like in a head wrap, not feel judged, like Mm -hmm. just any energy. I do not give a fuck where you come from. If you just make me feel that type of energy, I feel like I can definitely have multiple partners. Mm -hmm. My home is a sanctuary. So when I come to yours, I want to feel the same thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So laid back, chill partners, like if we just have that open communication, I feel like we can really make this work. But it really depends on the person. Yeah. I'm so specific in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. I've had friends with benefits, but having multiple like people as partners, mm-hmm. I haven't tried that yet. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I have had hoes, but like calling them a partner now. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so that leads me to my next Nick. question. Uh-huh. What's your sexuality? Definitely bisexual. But I am, how do I describe this? Like, it's like a certain, like, fuck, how do I describe this? It's like a certain person that takes me to the level of being like, whoa, I want to try that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Okay, I want to hear more about this. Like, when was the last time you felt that? I feel like the last time I felt that, I completely, damn. This... (laughs) Let's open up the file. Let's open up the file. (laughs) So, okay. I met this person. We were hella cool. Um, She kept staring at me. I won't release her name. We don't need to. Um, We were completely staring at each other, flirting the whole night. And then one time she was just like, hey, like, do you want to, like, come over? And I was like, yeah, bitch, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I'm, like, thinking at the same time, like, this was, like, a friend Mm -hmm. until, like, I saw her look at me. And I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. like, like was she looking eyes. at you up and down? No, bitch. Like she was looking at me just like this in my oh, eyes. Okay. And I was like, oh, yeah. I don't think like she wants to like 
have me like come over and talk this bitch like pulled me close and she was like hey like do you want to fuck and (gasps) she was a leo too actually she was a leo too and i'm the type of person that's like i'm thinking about it but like i don't want to be pervertish and be like hey like do you want to fuck like i will probably wait until you ask yes until my like demon comes out and the rest is history i ate her out all night it was a good time and i think it was a great time too because like i like being in control with women Mm -hmm. like i that dominance energy comes out with me with a guy like i want to like dominate you but i like to have the balance Mm -hmm. with them like yeah Right. I also want you to dominate me. Yeah. I don't always want to be the dominatrix. I want to be the submissive at the yes. exact same time. Yes, yes. And mainly because they're masculine with my like 80% feminine mm-hmm. is just like, mm-hmm. like take me. I need for you to be assertive. If you're not assertive, it's not going to work. So with women though, <laughs> I feel like my inner masculine comes out like automatically. Right. I don't know what that is, but I'm not going to question it. I just let it fucking ride. Mm-hmm. And it just feels... I don't know. It's just something that you get with a girl that you can't with a guy, right? Yeah. Like it's just like this electric energy that feels so wrong, but it feels so right that it's just like, woo! <laughs> I'll take about twenty. So, <laughs> <laughs> so did she get yeah. out on you as well? No, I didn't let her. You know why? Because I was on my period. Oh my god! But when I'm turned on, I'm this type of person that I don't mind pleasing you and being like completely satisfied. Like there's a part of me that is just like I'll take all the different elements mm-hmm. and me knowing that I have you in that department. Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay, so do you think that you or did you come? From eating her out oh definitely oh and that's great i just like i'm like cuffing my jeans bitch thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you blushing <laughs> it was a good time but i haven't had an experience since then but it makes me excited to like I feel like I read it. I think it's Virgo who also like experienced that that energy of like they get turned on from you getting turned mm-hmm. on, and that is exactly me, like hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm yeah. so happy for you that you experienced that. Oh, honey, that's I've amazing. Experienced a few, but she was like one of the best. Good. <laughs> Good. Yes. The evil. I felt like the little purple emoji. We're gonna put it right here. <laughs> just came up when she looks at me right now oh wow so tell me what's your fave what was the question you asked me i forgot all right what's your sexuality oh (laughs) boom okay (laughs) what's your sexuality my sexuality i like to say sexually fluid but Uh it's also bi pan whatever like right i like i enjoy beautiful people (laughs) for sure Uh, i've known from a young age that i like girls because i actually start having sex dreams about girls Uh from the age of four that's the youngest that i can recall and that's actually how i started lucid dreaming because i would wake up in the dream and be like what is this and then i'd wake up in real life and be like oh my gosh i want (laughs) to do that again so then i would go to sleep and be like okay once i dream i'm Mm. gonna do x y and z and p and <laughs> so, but I also really liked guys too. So it was right, more like, them. Right. yeah, like when I was younger, it was more right. of a a sexual thing in my dream world. Love but that. in the real world, I had like a strong 
um, crushes. I had very intense crushes on boys. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until like late high school, early college where I was like, okay, no, it does exist in both realities and all of the dimensions. And there's been moments in my life where I feel more lesbian and more straight Mm -hmm. and sometimes just right down the middle. That's why I like to say sexually (laughs) fluid because it kind of lingers and flows. Period. Yeah. Right now, I would say it's probably like 70% guys, 30% girls because my last couple of experiences – let's just leave it at that. (laughs) Let's just leave it at that. Let's just leave it at that. We're not even going to comment on it. 70% 70% men, mm-hmm. 100%. So do you think you, like, <laughs> <laughs> completely just, like, walk over it? So do you... <laughs> do you feel like you are attracted more to masculine men or feminine men? Or does it matter? Okay, so I would love to say that I'm attracted to masculine men. However... However, I typically attract more balanced men. Mm -hmm. And some men have even leaned more on the side where I perceive them as having more feminine energy. Same. But I don't, and I think it's because I am bisexual and hold a certain masculine energy that that attracts that Mm -hmm. feminine energy too. Yeah. Because you, when I looked at your chart, you have definitely masculine energy on top of the feminine. So you could definitely attract that type. But I feel like as an empath too, and as someone that's a channel, like you could literally call in different sides of the spectrum. But I know for a fact, I definitely connect with men that are more feminine. And Mm -hmm. I'm realizing that as I get older, like it's just something about the two masculine men that I feel like I just don't get it. Right. (laughs) Right. I don't, and I don't think I can get it. Like, I'm just not, I'm also very like tomboyish on this day, completely look like a complete guy. And then the next day I could look like this. So like, I'm not really into super, super masculine. I just don't feel like that's fluid enough. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I love that. Any other questions for me? Um, Would you ever date a couple? I think we talked about this. Um, would I ever date a couple? It would, honestly, it would depend. And it would depend on their energies. Yeah. Just don't ask me to finally be the girlfriend. I think I'd rather flow in and out. Yeah. If I felt like they were cool, I'm still trying to figure out that whole situation. Mm-hmm. Like, what if I like the guy more than I like the girl? Right. Or like the girl more than I like. Yes. And like, what if? Yeah. Is it would it be cheating if I just fuck one of them? But that's not mine. <laughs> that's my not my relationship <laughs> to ask that question. And so if I just liked one of them, I'd be like, honestly, if you guys are in an open thing, I'd probably just, you know. But if you guys are both and we can both connect, I would say yeah. <laughs> it really depends with me. How mm-hmm. about you? Mm-hmm. I love dating couples. It's challenging, but also really beautiful. Mm. Yeah. And that's actually why I originally started being polyamorous because every time I dated a guy, Mm -hmm. I would be wanting to date a girl and I would miss the feminine energy. And every time I was dating a girl, I would miss the masculine energy and be wanting to date a guy. (laughs) So I was like, let me just try to date both and see what happens. And I loved it. And then after that, I was like, I feel like I'm going to be polyamorous for the rest of my life. And now it's going on seven years. I can't believe it. 
Can't believe it. It's like majority of my dating experience has been polyamorous at this point. That's beautiful. And honestly, once you have it, I don't feel like I'd go back either. Yeah. Like, mainly because like if I have like really, if you buy Chanel, mm-hmm. how the fuck could you go back to mm-hmm. Target? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's just what it is. Target's still great. No disrespect. But you guys know what I'm saying. Once you have like a level of luxury, you're not going to like go backwards, especially if it allows you to expand yourself. So right. I love that. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about marijuana meditations, the origin, how you're feeling and what's up. Mm, thank you for asking. So marijuana meditations is my baby. The baby. Marijuana meditations is I feel my mission in life and the way that I feel that my mission is manifesting into this world by spreading love and helping people to know themselves better and North Node and Libra, by the way. Girl, you be reading me and knowing and remembering because I do not know that or remember that at all. Just know you're aligned. (laughs) Just know you're aligned. (laughs) I'm like, how much do you know about me? Look, I know people's signs before I know their names. A lot of the time, I apologize in advance. It's just the way I was built. But anyways. I love that because I feel like you've only looked at my chart like a couple times and the fact that you are a member of that is amazing. I'm a fucking reader, bitch. I remember. Amazing. I remember. I wow. can't help it. Okay. Um, um, yes. So, yes. So, marijuana meditations came into my life because I meditated in a yoga class high. And both mar- both cannabis and yoga and meditation was all very taboo growing up for me. But I was always very curious about it. And I always went into enroll in yoga classes when I was younger, but my mom didn't let me because she felt like it was associated with a religion outside of Christianity. My mom as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then smoking is just, you know, that there's a lot of people that are even not in Christianity have their own stigmas about cannabis. It's drugs to mm-hmm, them. Yep. Mm-hmm. So once I became like around 18, I um, started being able to like drive myself and pay for my own yoga classes and such. And I also got introduced to cannabis in a really lighthearted friendly way that felt very loving and welcoming and i remember my friend's mom she allowed us to smoke in like my friend's room it just felt like comfortable and i was allowed to be at ease with my high and experience it in a different way that's beautiful yeah i was really i'm so glad that i was able to have that experience and um and then yes i went to this yoga class high and i freaking transcended and it just awakened something in me like never before. Wow. Never before. It just felt like – because I had always experienced God as an entity outside of me that because was like judging you me, you know, mm-hmm. and all this. But that was the first time I felt God within me and and through me and Period. a part of me and outside of me, but no separation between those. All connected. And I was just like – Oh, kind of. oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And so then every time I smoked with my friends after that, I was like, Dude, you want to go on a journey? Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> adventure. Adventure time. Let's go. And I would be guiding them through all of these meditations. And then see how it's. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then every time oh I would God. smoke on my own, I would want to just go into this internal world. And it just made me realize how much is inside of us and how much is going on. Like I, there's literally a whole universe with inside mm-hmm. of behind these closed eyes and behind these thoughts associated with this third dimension reality. hundred percent. Yeah. So that's yeah. how it started. And 
then I launched it as an official business last January because I started posting the meditations on YouTube and I just got amazing responses and people were like, I need more of this. This helped me so much. You helped me heal my depression, all of these things. And I was like, oh, okay. People do love it. It is, it's working. And yeah, yeah, so last January I launched it and made my website. I started hosting them on Zoom originally. And then I, do you remember those? Yes, our first one was on Zoom. Yes. I just like, okay, I don't, I mean, I love you, but I don't kiss ass, you know. <laughs> it's not something that I do. Like, but literally in your meditations, like, I've been to many, especially like as a reader, like, I've been to a lot of them, but you just know when you feel limitless and like weightless. Like, if all of my fucking boundaries, fucking boulders fortresses that i fucking put up goes downward and i just feel like elevated it's euphoric Mm -hmm. like i will always give you your props Mm. and i feel like it's and the fact that it's coming from like a friend on top of that you just like look at your friend different you're like (laughs) like what's what's in this bitch is magical and like as a magical being, I feel that magic in you. It's not bullshit. It's real. Like, it's definitely check her out. And I know you. you got more. I definitely have more. So, Feed the people, they're great. Yes. <laughs> yes. <to> you. <laughs> yes. So, I have various ways that you can interact with marijuana meditation. So, I still have a bunch on YouTube. I have a lot on my website as well, marijuanameditations.com. Marijuana Meditations on YouTube, Marijuana Meditations on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) All of it. You know, and so I do host live events. The next one's going to be in San Diego, December 2nd, 2023. But I am in the works of getting lots of live reoccurring meditations in L.A., so Hollywood is looking it's looking like it's going to mainly be in Hollywood. But I am always open to different venues that allow smoking. Another exciting segment of my business is my physical tangible products. So yes. I also sell exotic spliff blends. Period. So they're all organic, smokable herbs like peppermint, rose, lavender, blue lotus. And you can add them to whatever type of blends you want. You can just smoke them straight. And they are officially being offered in two smoke shops in Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> two and counting. Because yes. your girl just recently transitioned to be a full-time entrepreneur. So I am putting in this work Good. day in and day out to provide you with quality. <laughs> quality. You know, all quality. the love, you know. So I, I would love to have you interact and yes. purchase, come meditate, come participate, come give me some inspiration. Let me, okay, so the thing too about the meditations (laughs) is that Mm -hmm. every single one is different. And I truly believe that they are channeled from the divine and whoever I am meditating with, it's like your energy, whoever's energy is there is what is reflecting off of the energy between us Mm -hmm. to allow what comes through to come through and create the experience. So they're very Collective energy. Mm -hmm. They're personally curated. 
I'd say my the peppermint and the blue lotus, my faves. Oh, I have the blue lotus. It definitely felt euphoric. I know it brings that type of energy, yeah, right? Yeah. And then the peppermint was the last one that I tried. Yes. The moment I smelt mm. it, I was like, I have to have it. So definitely check it out. I'm going to put all her links down in the Thank description you. box. Send me everything. Thank I don't you. give a fuck. Thank like you, every you. link possible. Yes. I'm going to put it down. I love you guys. Do you want to share anything else? With I do want to share something else. Audience? So something else that I am working on. Hopefully by the time that this video comes out, you can really tap into it. But I am working on two courses. I am working on a marijuana meditation course to help you bring more intentionality into your cannabis consumption. And I am also working on a polyamorous course to learn how to love multiple partners while loving yourself. So we have a coach in the making or what? So CEO, entrepreneur, um, coach in the making, bitch. Yes. I love that for you. Yes. And Thank I love you. that I get to be a part of your journey at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like my head is in her armpit, but I love you. <laughs> I hope it's feels good. Wait, no. <laughs> It does. Good. It does. Good, good, good. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much for being a part of my journey as well. This is really just the beginning, and I feel like this is the right time for it as well. Right after the Scorpio new moon, bitch. Okay. Say, Her. well, I don't want to say goodbye. Say, see you later. Hasta luego. Hasta luego, señorita, Darian Divinity. You guys will see her soon. I have more photo shoots coming. You already know what it is. She'll be a part. She just said yes today. So I love <laughs> you guys. I'm always down for the creation. So I will definitely see you soon. We'll record the whole thing, I promise. Love you. This is Seven signing out. I'll see you bitches next, I don't know, week or some shit. Bye. <laughs> love you.